0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 757 Team's High School Football Chat. I'm Jamie Frankenberry. And I'm Larry Obama. Well, let's get right to it. Larry, last week uh, we kind of took a beating. Conor McGregor was not the only one who got TKO'd last week. Some of us were 500, others were not 500, but the first week is always the most difficult when you're trying to predict high school football scores.
1: It's early. It's early. It's a long season. Is that what the coaches say all the time? you got a long season, so that was nothing. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, it, we're it's broke. a marathon, That's not right. a sprint, That's so right. we'll do
0: better this week. So let's get right to some of the games from last week. There were some big surprises, not necessarily... And who won? But just sort of the the uh, you know big scores that some of these teams put up. Let's start with Bayside. Bayside beat Cox sixty-three to twenty-four. Mm-hmm. The Falcons led a couple of times in that game. But Bayside
1: just came out and really made a statement, I think. I think they did. I think they read some of the things that we wrote, our predictions and previews, and they said, hey, we're going to show you we can play. Uh, I was really surprised because I heard that Cox was up, you know, we were at the other game, 17-7, to and when I heard the final score, I was like, wait, hold on, that's got to be a mistake. Maybe they you know, moved the numbers around, but that's a great win for Bayside. As we said earlier, they lost a lot of different talent to transfers and things, but Coach John White has his team ready to play, and it's going to be interesting to see how they do the rest of the season as well.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, we weren't surprised that they won, even though we didn't predict them to win, right. uh, but just sort of the margin of victory was really impressive. Also, another team that put up 60-plus points was Ocean Lakes. They beat Kellum 62-7, to and
1: Ocean Lakes with Tyler Browning at running back, they look yeah. like they're ready to be a contender in the Beach District. With Coach Joe Jones has always said, you know, I just needed one year. He got that one year in now. He begins the second year there. He's got his Formula, his uh, plan in there, so it'd be interesting to see what they do the rest of the season. But that was a huge win for them, so they can score some points. Right now, Norcom, we go over to the Eastern District. They
0: went up to Hopewell. Now Hopewell yeah. is a, a two-time state semi semifinalist the last two years. And they lose to Norcom. Now, we knew Norcom was going to be better, Larry. Archie's Archie's kind of been
1: building with these young kids, but that was a really good win for uh, the Greyhounds. A big win. A signature win already this early in the season. We'll see what they do. Also, we took some flack from their assistant coaches as well, saying we don't know what we're talking about. But – be careful what you ask for and what you say, but I think I think it'll be a good season this year. I think Greyhound's going to be rolling. They want to prove that they are one of the elite teams in the Eastern District.
0: Yeah, Norcom really, you know, that's a big game for them to sort of let everybody know, hey, we're coming in the Eastern District, so we'll, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how they do the rest of the year. Now, the big games last week that we talked a lot about, got a lot of publicity starting on Friday night. Vero Beach comes up from Florida, beats Oscar Smith. 28 to 21. The Tigers start out 0 and 1 again. They're going to settle in. They have a week off before they settle into their southeastern district uh, play. They played well, but there yes. are some question marks. I think for Oscar Smith.
1: Definitely. I mean, at quarterback, I know they started out with uh, Cameron Kelly. He played for a quarter, and then you know he he looked he was a little tired, and he came out, and then they threw in Dominique Brooks, and he looked good. I mean, he struggled in the first half, second half they started to get things rolling, they looked pretty good. D'Angelo White had a pretty good game, he scored two touchdowns, he, he played well. Uh, now we'll see the defense was a key. I mean, Led, you know, Keshawn Artis, he, he, he's the middleman right there, and the defense is going to be the key for them this season. They played great bridge when they come off the bye. I think it's going to be the win streak is going to continue.
0: Yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, you look back at the last couple of years, Oscar Smith's 1-6 against uh, teams from outside of Virginia, but when they get back to Virginia mm-hmm. competition, back to the Southeastern District, you know, they're the team to beat, and they still will be the team to beat. Uh, the other game was Saturday, American Heritage, another team, mm-hmm. nationally ranked team that came up from Florida, they beat Bishop Sullivan. It was a close one, another close call for the Crusaders. Yeah. What did you think of
1: that game, Larry? I liked them. The creators, Crusaders look really good. Once again, they showed, just like they did with IMG last year, they can play with anybody in the country. Um, and they did it that last week with Armani Chapman, who was out for a coach's decision. So you wonder how this team is going to be this year. But their defense played really well. I mean, Taraja Mitchell was all over the field, a guy who didn't really know much about Taraji said I mean, this guy is for real. I said, oh, yeah, he's definitely for real. He's going to Ohio State. Um, he did well. Dante Burke. I mean, just that whole line, they played well. The D.B.s three interceptions. Uh, it's, they're going to have a really good season. The only concern I have now is I, I heard that Jake Lowe left the game late uh, last few minutes of the game, came out the game, was limping. Don't know what his status is. I'm hearing it's not too good, though.
0: Yeah, Lowe's a running back who really was going to slide into that yeah. lead back role, uh, so we'll see how he does. You know, that's two years in a row now. Last year they played IMG Academy, a nationally ranked team from Florida, and this this year, that's thirty total points that that defense has allowed. So that defense has really played well these last two game uh, two games against big competition. So now let's move to this week. We have uh, Thursday and Friday nights game. We start out Thursday night in the Beach District. I real a really big game. Uh, Bayside at Lansdowne, Larry.
1: This one should yeah, be a good one. It should be a really good one. Lansdowne was able to beat Green Run last week, twenty-eight to fourteen, but it was only fourteen to fourteen at the half. So that either means is Green Run that much better, or did Lansdowne was just maybe a slow start? Now we'll see what Lansdowne's made of. They're going to home game against Bayside. Bayside's coming in there fired up, um, two great coaches, Tommy Reeman and John White. So it should be a nice battle. And the key, though, I'm, from what I understand, I know that um, you know they had a couple of players that were ejected from the game. So it's key if those players play. If they don't play, then again. Bayside, do they have the depth to be able to fill that up?
0: Yeah, that's right. And Lansdowne had five sacks in the second half Mm -hmm. last week against Green Run. That really made the difference. So that defense looks really strong. Now, over in the Southeastern District, two teams playing season openers in Chesapeake, Deep Creek at Grassfield. Mm -hmm. We've heard a lot of good things about Deep Creek. We'll see Andre Twine and his coaching debut Grassfield has some question
1: marks, so this game could be interesting. It should be a real interesting game. I know Grassfield, as we said, had lost a lot of players over the last two seasons. And and Deep Creek with Andre Twain, I mean, he's a guy who has – did it on the JV level, and now he's on the varsity level. We'll see what he can do. I mean, he turned that program around. They only lost one game last year, as you said, on JV, and that was the Oscar Smith. So we'll see what he does now in his debut.
0: Yeah, that game is Thursday at Grassfield. We stay uh, this one uh, in Chesapeake. It's in uh, Norfolk, actually, at norview Indian River. Mm. The Braves are opening. Norview lost to
1: a tough Northeastern team from North Carolina. What do you expect in that one, Larry? Well, we know that Lake Taylor played Northeastern tough last year as well, so we know that Northeastern is good. Now – Norby's got a game underneath their belt. We'll see what they do. Indian River, you know they're going to be ready. I mean, it's a young team again, but they're always, you know, they're going to be ready. You know, they'll be ready.
0: Yeah, Indian River has some holes to fill yeah. from last year. You know, uh, they had some big time recruits that moved on to college. Uh, we'll see how they do in their opener. Two other teams playing an opener in Norfolk Western Branch at Lake Taylor. This one could be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Lake Taylor beat the Bruins 31 to 6 last season. This year, though, should be closer, I think.
1: I think so, and I keep talking about all season. The Bruins got a a new quarterback, Frequan Harrell. If you know the name, he's from basketball. It was all tie water in basketball. Now he's playing football for the first time since middle school. Um, From everything I'm hearing, this kid is phenomenal. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He can just do many different things. He also plays on defense. So this should be a good test for Lake Taylor, which is a young team coming in. A lot of juniors. It's going to be a nice battle.
0: Yeah, Harold was sort of the floor general in basketball, so, and he hasn't played football uh, probably since middle school. It's been a long time, but he's playing football. He's going to play quarterback, I think, so we'll see how he does. And he opens up against Lake Taylor. That's not an easy defense to start out against. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. so um, also on Friday up in Maryland, Bishop Sullivan Catholic Travels up to the University of Maryland yeah. Yeah. to play St. Francis Academy. Tell me about this one, Larry. What do you think about this one?
1: Last year, St. Francis beat Bishop Sullivan, it was 28-21. to, 20, uh, 28 to 21. So we'll see what happens. I mean, that's a tough team. Again, this team is loaded. They keep loading up up there in the Baltimore area. They're going to be a tough team. And then if they don't have Jake Lill at running back, that means Mike Martinez is going to have to step in. And, and he didn't have a great game uh, this past week. So it'll be interesting to see. But it's another tough game. As long as they got their defense Bishop Sullivan's gonna be all right.
0: Yeah, Mike Martinez is a transfer from Bayside who's now Bishop Sullivan, so he may slide into that lead, lead running back role if uh, Jake Lowe can't go on Friday. So for St. Francis is another tough game right. for Bishop Sullivan.
1: I mean, this schedule does not get any easier, does it? No, they got them, they got McNamara from DC, they got Good Counsel from up there, they got IMG, they got some games uh, up in Massachusetts. It's just, it's just a, I mean, this is what Chris wanted. This is what Chris Scott wanted the coach. He wanted a tough schedule, he wanted to get up there nationally, get some of these top teams. Now he's got his chance to do something.
0: We'll see how the Crusaders do on the road. You can check out all of our predictions. Maybe they'll be better this week. Let's I hope, hope so. so. I hope so. Uh, you can check them out Thursday in the Virginian Pilot or at 757teams.com since we have Thursday games. Of course, join us during all the games for our live scoreboard at 757teams.com and on Twitter at 757teams. Thanks for joining us, everybody.